You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Vivian the Marilyn calling me audibly, boiling she said that she would never leave, continue to torture me, telling me to come with her underneath my comforter, and she brought a gun with her, pills and some rum with her, took me on the balcony, telling me to jump with her. Yeah, I'm in the ghost, but I ain't doing stunts with her. I ain't trying to be that. Haters want to see that, but I got him aggy, cause I win the gold like Gabby. She's just a girl and she's on fire. Hotter than a fantasy. Only like a highway. She's living in a world. Hey, everybody. It's your host, Jasmine Sade, on my show today. Let's talk. How's everyone doing on this nice weather today? Um, It got me in a good, good mood. Alongside me today, I have my host my second host go ahead and introduce yourself hi everybody what's going on i'm kiera and today's topic is called moms on the move and to anyone we celebrated mother's day last sunday happy mother's day again to all of the ladies and grandmothers and whomever else our mothers even ones that's here and not here happy mother's day so today I felt the need to bring in Kiera because, like I said, we're talking about moms on the move as far as balancing a personal life, a career or a job or whatever else and tending to your child and just many different things on how to balance that and multitask it. I know sometimes it can get a little overwhelming or a little rough, especially when you are an active parent in your children or your child's life. So how is it for you balancing because... You do. You can share what all you do as far as school and everything. Well, currently right now, I'm a clinical assistant at Beaumont Healthcare. I am currently a college student as well, going for my registered nurse degree. And um, it's, I'm not going to lie, Jasmine, it's it's challenging. It's not easy. None of it is easy. The simple fact that I just, the term that you, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. That's so accurate because I wouldn't be able to do a lot of things that I'm able to without my help of my family, my friends, just the support system. If you don't have it, it's it's hard. Yes, I, I will say that if you do not have a support system, it's it's tough. So I'm thankful and shout out to my support system as far as uh, just the list just all goes on. So I don't want to name everybody, but just thank you for helping and being active with my two children because it's really not easy. Like, not saying that it's just you're going to cry every second, but it we human. It gets challenging. But it, it, there you are make times. the best of it. You can get it done because <clears throat> I recently, you know, I graduated last year. Yes. I was doing school and working sometimes 12 hours shifts and coming home and still tending to be active and communicate with your children, like especially my 11-year-old. I can't just say, oh, I'm tired and walk off from them or my two-year-old. So, yeah, I know I know how it is firsthand. But if you guys got any questions or just want to call in to say hi, see how we doing or a little insight, the number is 248-579-5290 on Let's Talk. We're live in Studio 2. So, like, how is it for you now being that he's get that Chan is getting a little older? Well, that is a blessing that he is getting older and he is able to 
Being a mother, let me start off by saying there's so many things that you have to deal with. You don't want to just take your child anywhere. It's so many things going on. I know you guys hear a lot about children being abused in daycare centers. It's a lot going on to where your trust is at risk. So that's one of the things that kind of, you know, held me back for a minute. But I do notice that he's five. He's able to talk. He's able to tell me a lot that's going on. He's able to communicate with me. So as far as the babysitting situation, I don't I don't really have that problem anymore. When he was younger, I had all the trust issues in the world. Not to say that my circle wasn't tight, but it's just the simple fact that he can't talk. You know, yeah. kids, even little kids, such as like six-year-olds, five-year-olds, they abuse babies too. Yeah. So, you know— I don't know what's going on. Now that he's older, he can tell me his day from top to bottom, even things that I really don't need to know. Like, yeah, mom, I pooped today. Like, it's it's stuff that I don't need to know, but at the same time, it's helpful. Right. So with the older that he gets, and I do encourage moms with younger babies and little babies, don't give up on whatever dream that you have. It's hard, but it gets better. The older they get, the better that it is. Yeah. So. I would have to say, personally speaking for myself, being that I had my first child as a teenager still, that it was a little tough. But at the time, I still did have a great support system. My grandmother was very hands-on and helpful with me. And my motto is always with anything in life, if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. So I'm really big on always preparing things ahead of time. If it's nothing as simple as the diaper bag, I would get everything in order because that can go a long way. <laughs> yeah, it can. When you have order within just yourself and with your children, it's very helpful. And it can just stretch a long way. You don't have to feel like you are over the place. Like, oh, my God, I left this. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. So, Well, you know me. I'm always all over the place. I know. I'm like the least But everybody organized. got their own way of how they find their balance with everything. Right. You work better. And, you know, of course I know because you're my little cousin. You work better kind of being like, oh, my God, at the last minute. And I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm more the type. I prepare everything way ahead. I plan stuff. See, so you're so. a type A personality. You get things situated and you multitask very well because you've already planned ahead. Me, on the other hand, I'm a, as a day goes, next yes. day, I'll get it done. I know what I need to do. I'm not going to plan it out, but I know I need to do this and have that situated. Yeah. It's kind of bad. I'm trying to, you know, I'm a, I'm not even going <clears> to <throat> lie. I'm a procrastinator, but um, I'm getting better at it. So what would you recommend for a, a mom out there that may feel like she can't really do it or it's just kind of overwhelming her at its best if she's trying to be in school or have a certain career field with a job or anything. What type of tips do you give her for having one child or multiple children? Well, first of all, let me say that the support system has to be strong on her end mm -hmm. because I, I don't want to say you're not going to be able to do it. But if you don't have that support, it's going to be hell trying to get through those things. School yeah. is no joke. I no. should have been graduated. I'm not even going to lie. But the simple fact that I didn't have everything in order and I didn't know which way to go about it with having a child everything was so new to me yeah now that i've been a mother for a minute i know what i need to do i know what support system i have like even for a new mother if the father first of all let me just say my son's father and i are not together right but at the same time we do have a co-parent relationship where that's very important yeah if you are not with your sorry cut you off if you are not with your child or children's father please establish that balance to where you guys can 
look past whatever you went through. Sweep that under the rug. Forgive each other, but be there for the child or children and co-parent at its finest. Because you definitely don't want to see your kids uh, experiencing and seeing what you going through with their dad, all that rah rah, whatever. So co parent at its finest, and and then like kids you said, support can pick system. up a vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you having a bad vibe, or if you feeling some type of way, whether it's about school or anything, or the person that you feel that vibe for, kids pick that up. Literally, this was about a month ago. Jaden, um. My eyes water really, really bad. I have sensitive eyes. Yeah. Especially if I don't have on my glass or the sun or anything, my eyes water really bad. My eyes were watering. I was wiping them as I was driving. We parked. He's like, what are you crying for, Mom? I'm like, I'm not crying. Don't lie to me, Mom. Jaden, I'm not crying. I am okay. Like, he's very protective of me. As little boys are. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I, I love that about him. He's very protective. But I will have to say for moms, like I said, I had my first child at, what was I, 18? 18 with Jay? Yeah, because I, when I turned 19. Yeah, because I was like 16, yeah, maybe. He was like two yeah. months or so. Yeah, I was 16. But <clears throat> I'm saying this to say, like, don't think that, it's, you know, it's just going to be a walk in the park. It's going to be super easy. Like, we both, like, Kiara and I both said, have that support system. Find some balance within yourself and kind of just... I would say take a woosah and just tell yourself, okay, I got this. Because if you, things are, to me, if things are only super hard if you make them hard. Right. But you know what? One of my followers just posted something, and they have a good point. Mm-hmm. She posted, some fathers don't need to be in their children's lives. I totally agree. I'm not going to knock that at so all. So why do you feel that way? I feel like there are certain situations. Prime mm-hmm. example, let's touch base on this new law that's kind of been bothering yeah, everybody. Yeah, we've been, you've been talking about this a lot. Because it don't make sense. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, there's a new law everybody knows about, about the abortion situation where they're making it uh, illegal to have an abortion and they're feeling like it's murder. Now, let's say a woman is raped or let's say, you know, a person is mentally, because we're going to touch bases on mental health too, Yeah, on mental health or can't even have the capacity to take care of themselves, rather a child. You don't need to have that around your child. You don't need to have no, that type don't. of vibe. You don't need to have that energy or that mental health. And another thing up. I'm gonna say, this is I, I'm I'm sorry, I just feel really strong in this. I hope I don't offend offend anyone. If you are not stable or feel like you cannot do this, it's okay to admit I cannot do this. So I feel like never make your child or your children suffer. Find the next Ken family member. Adoption. That, you know, it's so many different routes and ways than to bring a child or children to this world knowing that you really cannot handle it or want to do it. Or, prime example, it's a lot of women that's selfish. And mm-hmm. I feel like, why are you having a child if you really don't want different things? You don't want to share it. Because when you have a child, it's not about you no more. But you know what? We touched bases on this not too long ago. Once again, mental health is very real, and I feel like it's not talked about enough in the black community. And People are scared to talk about it or admit it. Agreed. Like, they feel like if you're going to talk to a therapist, you know, you are crazy or something like that. Me losing my mother at the age of 13, I definitely went to a therapist. I definitely talked to somebody to try to figure out what is it that I can do to help me, you know, grow as a person and, and not be stuck one in day this pain. You will become a parent. Exactly. But if you guys got any questions, once again, like I said, the number is 248-579-5290. We're on my show today. Let's talk. I got Kiera here. 
thank you for coming because I know you have a busy schedule. With you work night shift. I do. I work <laughs> night shift in the hospital, twelve hour shifts. That's no joke. Sleep is deprived. I'm How telling you. How did that make you feel being away from Chandler at nighttime? Honestly, at one point in time, I felt like a bad mother. Right. I I genuinely felt bad. I when he would cry when I was leaving. And, you know, be like, I don't want you to leave. I I would feel bad. And at one point, my son's father made me feel bad. Like, you know, you work this much, this, that, and a third. But at the end of the day, I had to come to realize that I'm not doing this just for me. I'm not getting any help. I don't get government assistance. I don't get anything and never have. So if I have to work to support myself and my child... I know that I'm doing it for all the right reasons. Yeah. Not to go out and splurge on trips to Miami or things like that, which I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that. But you real life are handling things. I'm more so doing this to make sure that I can survive and get to point A to point B to point C and make sure that my son has everything that he needs and not only the things he needs, but the things that he wants as well. Yeah, the needs come first. Like, you know, far as with me, with me, with me working in manufacturing for the last five years, it gets tough at times because it's like, your body okay. is tired too. Not it? even that. Just far as the, I'm gonna stick on the parenting side. You can't even be there because your shift. You may work. I work six a.m. I can't be there with Jaden to get him up for school. Right. So I taught him at such an early age on knowing how to prepare himself and get every. I kind of taught him that mature side, and mm-hmm. it has stuck with him and carried on. Like, he could get himself ready. He know when he hears his alarm on his phone or his iPad, let me get up and get ready. Right. He know what time to leave for the bus. And I will feel horrible at times because it's like, it's not easy. You can't just go to your job, supervisors or HR. Like, oh, I just need to stay off. You got to get approved, all types of stuff. But you but, know what? With um, Like I said, I don't get to sleep with my child. Like, I go to work from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., And I'm not there to either. It's two things that I'm missing out on. I'm not there to either put him to bed, make sure he sleep. I'm not there to get him up and get him ready for school in the morning. I get off at 7, 730. Yeah, at that time, he's getting ready to head to school. He's at school at 730. Right. So it's like, you know, I just feel like this is just a sacrifice for the long run that I have planned. Right. But um, for mothers, I know we never really hash back on it for new mothers. Um, first of all, I want to say, make sure if you are going to school or if there's something that you want to do, make sure that the timing is right because school is not going anywhere. It's mm-hmm. always going to be there. Yeah. It's always, you can always go back. And even if you decide to, you know, not go back, whatever, find what's good for you, find what money you can do to support your child. But when going and when having a new baby, I really don't recommend going to school. Right away. Especially yeah. if you a new parent. Because, you know, you got to learn that baby's schedule. You got to yep. learn how— It's a lot It is. It. It's, it's a whole lot. And you need that bonding time mm-hmm. <clears throat> with your child, especially if you're going to be a mother nursing. It, it goes a long way. Like, you need that time, that one-on-one mom time. I think we have a caller. Hey, how you doing? Hi. Hi, Jeff. Hey, is this Tiff? This- Yes. Hey, let's talk, hey. darling. Let's talk. You are touching on like such great topics. Like I don't even want to call and talk y'all ear off. Oh, so you like, okay? Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> but yes, I want to call about balancing when you have like you know kids and trying to go to school and work. That's always tough. You always have to like have a great support system. Yeah. And I always say I thank God for my support system. Yeah. And everybody don't have that. Like I have, you know, my son's father and his family, although we're not together. 
and it's always good to have great co-parenting. Mm-hmm. So that's great, you know. Yeah, Before I watched, I, I seen so how you stuff. did, you know, far as with Harrison and the balance. Yes, and working, oh my goodness, working at a plant. Like you saying, you can't take your kid to school. It's working from 6 to 6.30. Yeah, can't that take type him, of stuff bother you. You hey, miss Tiff, how programs, you, doing? you miss games, you miss a lot of Jeez, things, you know, to try to better yourself for your kids. So, hey, Tiff, how you doing? I'm Kiara. Huh? I said, hey, Tiff, how you doing? I'm Kiara. Hi, Kiera. Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you. So let me ask you both a question because, like I said, we work in different fields, but mm-hmm. it's probably the same. I know y'all bodies are exhausted when yeah. you get off. How do you manage getting off of work, and especially with new babies, how do you manage getting off of work from working a 12-hour shift at a plant, body exhausted, then getting up, feeding the baby, you know, doing all these different things? How do you guys do that? Because it's different from me. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I I took some time to get myself prepared as a mother. And you, you are just, better at this point. <laughs> what I did, being in Egypt, is going on three. She's two and a half. So it's still fresh when right. I was uh, pregnant with her, working in the manufacturing field. Yes, you were working all the hours. Yeah, pregnant. I worked all the way up until my doctor decided to take me off. And Ooh, she said yeah. she didn't want me taking, being I live 30 minutes from the city, she didn't want me taking that drive back and forth and anything right. could happen. I was due any day. So how I handled it, honestly, because I was nursing her, mm-hmm. so that that was tough. I felt bad when I first went back to work. It, it bothered me a lot. I, I can admit that it bothered me. So... I first had my mom keep her for the first two years. I felt more safe and comfortable with her being with a family member. And what I would do is, uh, this is also another tip for new moms, too. If you are nursing your child, you know that they are, like, super attached to you. Didn't you nurse to? Or did you try? No, I did. I did, Okay, you know they are super attached to you. So Yes, they are. I sent something you could send a shirt anything with your scent that your baby is used to yeah i sent that Mm -hmm. and we will work memorative we was doing 12 hour shifts we was doing 12 hour shifts in yep i will go get her and um I kinda, they had a room for you to go, you know, pump yep, and everything sometimes like I would go in the back you know, room. Let me pump. touch on that really quick. Because when I first had my son, and first of all, I'm a busty lady, okay? <laughs> I have big press. But um, when I first had my son, I kind of felt like it was, I don't, I felt as if I was being a distraction with breastfeeding. During like an orientation or something like that, everybody can't handle it. Yeah, but no. I let me tell y'all what that I did. That's that's how I would feel too. I but felt like this is so long, just like, my baby. <laughs> a horrible distraction, and I let my breasts get so engulfed, like indulge. <laughs> they were huge, and I was in so much pain. And I'm like, okay, let me go to the bathroom. Like, let me. Put some heat on this, squirt this milk out because yes, they were, I was say, that milk is gonna hurt. It was I, I was sore. You get like knots. It's like they're throwing rocks. Yes, it felt like I had like the worst. I felt like I had a breast job with semen in them. Like my <laughs> well, breast. Thing hurt. about me, I was blessed to not have to work during that time. I oh was, right, I, I was a stay-at-home so, mom for a year and a half. So how is so that? I was blessed for that. How is that to being a stay-at-home mom? Do it get yeah, it draining? It was actually great like, bonding with my baby. The okay. Whole time. So, I really, if I did, I had my mother, but I didn't go out at all. I really, I stayed at home with my child, took care of the house. But it was great bonding time with my son, and I was able to 
help him move. He moved like very fast. Like he was walking before he was one. He was potty trained before he was two. So we was able to, you know, do some things. You had you know, a lot of one-on-one hands-on time with them, Completely which is a blessing like because a lot no of mothers reason. don't get that. Yeah. A lot that's of mothers true. do not get that. Yeah. And that's why I say I'm blessed. I know a lot of people did not, you know, have that. Right. Because think so about some moms. Easier. That... Now he's eight years old. So working and stuff is getting a lot easier, <clears> you right. know, because he can do a lot more for himself. He's becoming more independent. So it's a lot better. Imagine, like, I feel... I really feel for mothers that don't have that father in the same household or someone, and uh, they forced to go back to work before what the six weeks that you get or yeah. so, something like back that. Six weeks, yeah, because mm-hmm. you know, far as financial reasons and all types of yep. stuff. So, like, I, I really feel for those type of moms because that's important to be able to get that rest for your body and mentally. Absolutely. Just mentally and physically alone. And like, one thing about women, postpartum depression is And that's real. what I'm getting ready to and touch a on. a lot of postpartum. people just, they, but when you have a job, they can't focus on, like, them and the baby and kind of, like, recover completely from right. that. Trying you know to go what? back to work. I, um, I actually have postpartum depression. And a lot of people okay. don't know about it because I really never, the probably the only people who probably know about it is my son's father. And it was because, you know, we weren't together. I ended up moving out and getting my own. And my baby was really, really small still. Like, Chan was probably still only maybe three, four months. And me working, like I said, I was working in the hospital, 12-hour shifts, coming home, um, being tired, having to breastfeed, having to pump. Or either at one point I just started breastfeeding and I just started doing the bottle like it it's hard and it was to a point that I kind of had like a little mental breakdown and I told him like you know you have to come get him because I'm I don't I don't know what I'm going to do for those parents who go through that I want you to know it's totally normal it's totally normal especially if you're doing it by yourself but I pray that you guys have somebody to talk to, other mothers, even the person who you had the baby with, even if you guys aren't cool. That's where y'all need to kind of like look come to some type of we need to figure something out resolution because i can't do this by myself and i can't do this without you and you know it was times that i was so tired and i'd put my baby to sleep i kid you not he'd be asleep and i'd wake up and it's poop all over the crib all over (laughs) him all over the wall and I'm like, shit, okay, now I got to get him cleaned up. Now I got to clean up this. Now I got to try to, you know, cook dinner. And don't forget, I got to get rest before I go back to work. So it mm. it that postpartum hits you hard. And then it's another thing about, like, how you look different. Before I had my son, I was thick, but I was smaller. And then, you know, after I had my son, I kind of blew up like the world trade. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> And that also comes with postpartum. Yeah, it does. You don't <laughs> feel attractive. Your confidence changes a whole lot because your body is changing. It's a mental thing, too. Phase. Yeah. <laughs> like, one of the biggest things was when I was pregnant, all my friends were not. Like, everybody you had already like had their kid on or either right. Yeah. So I was like, you know, everybody's going to Miami. Everybody's taking trips and going to the bar. And I'm just sitting here like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so when is it going to be my turn? And when I finally had him and I'm like, okay, now I'm able to go out more. It was a point to where I was, I felt like I was going out every week. And it wasn't that I was, like, club hopping. It was me being in postpartum and not being aware of it. 
it was just me trying to get freedom because yeah, I felt like that whole nine really months I did not have freedom. Yeah. I was somebody else's body. Like I, I was a house for somebody else. <laughs> I had to watch what I ate. No, seriously. I don't mean to laugh, but you said I was a house for somebody. <laughs> I was else. a house. Somebody was renting from me. My body was somebody's home. I, I had to watch what I ate. Right. I had to watch what I ate. I, I couldn't drink this. I couldn't eat that. I'm big on seafood. You got to be careful with the mercury. Yeah. You can't eat seafood. Yeah. So it's like, you know, when you dealing with that and then you see the, and then another thing that I want to touch on is the guys. They don't realize it. You get to go and eat whatever you want. You get to go and go out and come back and in don't and gain do. a pound at all. Nah, I ain't even gonna lie. Well, <laughs> Rick gained twenty five pounds while I was carrying. My Egypt. son's father definitely gained some weight, but it's just <laughs> the simple fact that y'all have freedom. You can go to the gym and do some sit ups. I can't do any sit ups. <laughs> Like, I'm getting beat from the inside as it is, so let alone trying to know. It's not that simple. And I think that's one of the things that guys need to realize when you have somebody who is, you know, carrying your child or expecting their body goes through so many different things mentally and physically. And the mental part is where a lot of people need to touch base on. Like, you know, this woman is changing her whole body. Her, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. her pelvic changing is spreading. your whole life. Your stomach is stretching. It's getting ready to prepare and, you know, give out birth. And a lot of people don't realize that that... Another human being. Exactly. Yeah. It's a whole other human being. <laughs> and a lot of people don't realize that, you know... It's it's not a walk in a park. No. They say that that's like the closest thing to, what is it? The pain is close to, what is it? I don't want to say death, but it's it's severe. And a lot of guys don't take that in consideration. They're going out doing what they want to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know my baby mom about to have a baby. <laughs> she had a house. And it's like, hello? Right. This, <laughs> you know, hello? She can't move. She can fucking barely breathe, let alone try to. <laughs> guys don't, they need to pay a. That's everyone on my timeline right now. I was talking about the mental part, and I feel like that's so lacked on. Well, Tiff, we're not going to hold you. I'm going to hang up. So you can finish tuning in. (laughs) But thank you for calling. All right, guys. All right, have a good Sunday. Yeah, but I wanted to uh, touch back on something that you said because a lot of people don't understand this these days. Don't get me wrong. School is good, especially if you know what you want to do and what you're going for. Don't go because it sounds good or because it look good. But it's no rush, especially when you are a new mom or already have children. You got to to me, it's like getting a blank piece of paper and make a drawing board and laying it out. Okay, if I do go to school right now, who can help me with my child or my children on whatever days I got class? I figured all of that out. I kept it a secret when I decided to enroll in school and test because you have to test to get in there. But once I passed the test and I decided, okay, Jasmine, this is what you're going to do. I then picked up the phone. I called my husband and my mom and said, I just got accepted into the school and where we going to go from here? And I knew I had to help because he worked nights. Right. So that's where my mom stepped in. Okay, what days you got school on campus and the rest was online. So it all worked out, you know, for the better. And, you know, most people get discouraged because they think, oh, I'm at this age and I ain't got. 
It don't matter. It's people. It's be I had ever. classmates in my class, no lie, that were old enough to not just be a parent, but to be a grandparent or something to me. They had children my age and older, and they were in there. And, you know, technology is totally different these days. And some people are computer savvy. Some may not be. But just seeing that, it reminded me that it, age is nothing but a number. It's all on what you're going to make out of whatever you're trying to do or obtain in life. So right. don't let that discourage you, ladies, about you not in school or you haven't graduated yet. Cut it. As long as you make it happen and get it done. As long as you make it to the finish line. It's a marathon, right? Yeah. I'm really, really big on that. <laughs> but what else would you have to say as far as being a multitasking mother? Especially in our age bracket. You in your mid-20s. I'm in my, very. I'm at the last chapter of my 20s. <laughs> but, yeah, like, you know, because it's already a stereotype when you are a young parent. Or that as that old saying I, I heard before back when I was carrying Jaden, a baby having a baby. Okay, whatever. My thing is this. Listen, things happen. If you have your child at a young age, that's when you need to hit that mature button and realize, okay, I need to put my priorities in order for my child and for myself. Yeah. As far as uh, <clears throat> trying to multitask, I know I have to go to work. I, I know I have to go to work. I There's no one who's going to pay my bills, and I got big boy bills. Yeah, so, you got grown woman bills. I, yes, exactly. So I know that I have to go to work. I know there's certain things that I need to do and I need to take care of. Um. Trying to multitask is the best thing I noticed is to get a plan. Yes. Now that my son is in school, okay, he's in school from 7.30 a.m. to 2.40 p.m. I know I have that time frame to, A, get some sleep if I need some sleep. Yeah. B, I know that now that my son's father and I, we have a schedule. I have my son, I think, on Monday, Tuesdays. He has on Wednesday, Thursdays. And then we alternate Friday through Sunday. So the days that I don't have my son, I made those are the days that I go to class and that I focus and get my, you know, my studying in and things of that nature. Now, when I get accepted into my next chapter in my life, that's going to be the part where it's going to kill me. I feel like that I'm going to have less time with my son and I I know deep down inside I'm doing something that's going to be proactive for our betterment for our future right I feel bad I feel um I know I'm gonna get a lot of side eyes but when I do start as long as this, you know what you're doing that's for you and your child nobody else matters like you got to create a tunnel vision true but I am thinking about you know kind of let my son stay with his father full time just for that moment. While you finishing up exactly. that program because that you're I going can't, into. I can't take any, you know, any risk with this. This is something really but serious. But let me stop you. It's okay. And I commend you for admitting that because most people, they have all their own selfish reasons. And no, I'm going to look bad or I'm going to feel bad if my child goes stay with the other parent or this or that. You not if you doing something to better yourself and that's going to help your child go for it. At one point in time, back when Jaden um, he was going to kindergarten, mm-hmm. it was right. It was um, a little before the end that summer when my grandmother passed away. She was my main source of reliable help with right. him. So everything has shifted and things were totally different. And my great aunt, her baby sister, stepped in. And I didn't ask her. She did this genuinely out of the kindness of her heart and said, 
I'll take Jaden down south with me for the summer. Then she called me. She said, I know you fine and, you know, you working. I was doing two jobs at one point in time before I went into manufacturing. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, let me help you. Can he stay here and do kindergarten down here? And at first I was like, what? No, I, I feel horrible. No, no, no. But that's where my mind was then. And I had to sit and I had to really, really manifest it and think hard on it. And at the time when my mom was away, I talked to her about it. And because I, I go to her for everything, we collectively came up with an agreement together and I, I let him go. And it was very helpful and let me get a lot of things in order where I didn't have to drag him around because not saying that our family or friends aren't safe, but you don't want to have your child anywhere with anybody. Like, that's an absolute no-no for me. And I don't care who you are. the biggest thing is stability. You know, yeah. like, I don't want him to, I have to be up at this time. Let me take you over here. Let me do this. Yeah, Let me you do don't want to drag your child exactly. around doing that. If I know that his father is 100%, first of all, his father is completely done with school. He's going yeah. to law school right now, but he's got everything that he needs yeah. to make sure that they're going to be good. Yeah. Of course, I'm still going to be active. Days off, spring break. You just I'm know there. far as getting ready for school at nighttime and helping with homework because, Another thing, people, when your child get older, you are going to school all over with them. Yes. If you, yeah, some of our kids are very quick and hands-on with learning and stuff, but at the same time, you still are going to school all over. So don't just expect that it's the teacher's job. No, it's your job, too, at home. If it's something as simple as reading, comprehension, a math sheet, whatever it is, you have to help on your end at home. Let me you cannot you, uh, just leave it on the teacher's. My kindergarten... My kindergartner comes home with a 17-page... And schooling is totally different now. A 17-packet of paper for homework Monday, and it's due Friday. And another thing, depending on what district your child is in, mm -hmm. and to... My son, my son's in a very good school district. So when I put him out there, seeing how involved and active in the curriculum and different things were, I was like, okay, this is no joke. Mm -hmm. That he may be, he started in second grade. He may be in second grade, but they're doing third and fourth grade work. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I got to refresh my memory all over. I haven't did this in X amount of years. Right. So that's very important. Like, find. The whole key thing, the whole key word to me is in being a mom, especially a younger one, balance, 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 balance. Find that balance and stick to it. You may can change up a few things here and there because change is always good. But whatever your first routine, your first plans is, go for it. Have a plan A, B, C, and a possibly D because you never know what can happen and you always want to make sure that everything is good for not just yourself, but for your child or your children. And that's where a lot of people need to touch base on as far as being selfish. Um, like going back to the school situation, I took some time to, you know, get to know my child, get to know myself, get to yeah. know our patterns. And I didn't want to be selfish as far as, you know, just up. All right, let me go back to school. Here, you hold him. I had to take time to know, you know, yeah. my baby. And now that he's... <clears throat> We know each other. He knows what I'm going for, and he knows that mommy, if mommy's going to work, mommy's going to make the bills. Mommy's going to bring the bacon. At the same time, he doesn't like it. He hates it. I hate it, too. I explained that to him. I would rather stay home with you all day before I have to go to work and be bothered with other people. But when he get older, I guarantee you he's going to be able to tell you thank you and not oh, only definitely. thank you because kids talk just like, you know, we talk. 
and I, I'm learning that now with having an 11 year old, the conversations him and his friends have, <laughs> they are going to be thankful because number one, you always provided. They didn't go without. It ain't mm-hmm. about the wants. It's about the needs, the necessities and different things in life. And he's going to be very thankful for that and knowing that he didn't have a mom that's out running the streets or, you know, thinking about herself or just not paying them no type of attention. Like, I have Jaden tell me thank you now a lot of times and stuff that I I had no knowledge to even think that he would even pay attention to or notice. Right. He tells me thank you. So that gives me that go button to push even harder. Like, if my son seeing this, like, okay, it's, it's go time. Right. Like, I, I really can't stop from here. I got to make sure... Things are well set off for him and Egypt. And whatever he see me doing, he can learn or find in a wife or whatever he may choose to do in life. So, And don't let anybody discourage you and tell you that you are working too much or you, you don't. If you're doing you, it for the right reasons, I call them you do negative what you Nancy's. To you got to be my... I say be mindful and be careful of what you choose to share or what you may want to do mm-hmm. or what you are doing at the moment. And I say that because a lot of people, instead of finding the positive out of it and congratulating you and being genuinely happy, they find some negative to say behind it. So now you have created this wall and close in on what you're not going to share because you, know you just want to show even i'm not going to tell school, you i'm just going to show not even you. just going to school even going to work i got people you don't spend a lot of time with your son you don't do this with your son my thing is what at this point what do you want from me because you're not giving me any money for my bills you're not helping me put clothes on his back you're not putting food in our refrigerator so if i have to work then that's what i have to do and this is it's kind of a little off but it's it's in the same um frame of what we're talking about ladies I really, really, really cannot stand this. Stop being that mom where you the internet mom. And I say that and you can see, you may not necessarily truly know all the details, but you can see the moms whom they want this image or, I don't know, five minutes of fame acting like they just so there for their child and post it and post that. Chasing the clout. That's why I'm going to call it chasing the cloud of being a mom. Like, just, just stop it for real. Because it's a lot of women out here that are true, active, full-time moms and are super involved with their children or child and, like, take parenting to that next level that, to me, don't get enough recognition. Just not posting it every five and You don't minutes. have to show and do everything. More memories are cherished and memorable that's in private. Everything don't have to be for the Internet. I don't have a damn thing to prove to nobody on social media. Facebook, that's for family. Instagram, I my page open. I don't care who follow me. I ain't got nothing to hide, but... You're not about to see me. Oh, look, I just bought me and Jaden in Egypt some ice cream. Oh, I just put some sprinkles. No, you're not about to see all that because a lot of things that we do is for us to know and create our own memories, our own memory book and whatnot. I so agree. that's just now, how don't I get feel. me wrong. I do post sometimes about my child, but I'm not like 
for one, I'm not posting him constantly. You get You're what I'm saying? You're posting when he's doing things. So I follow you. I see. Yeah, I post when, like okay, hey, we want to he get some ice football. cream. Or, yeah. Or, hey, is, he has a scrimmage or something like that. But it's not like a... It's an enjoyable every, moment. Right. It's not a every base. It's just people got to learn. It's a difference. To me, it's three phases. It's an enjoyable phase. Mm-hmm. It's a serious phase. And it's just the phase, you know, it, it's three. It, to me, it's two to three two to three different phases but you don't have to post every single thing like stop it because the internet is some cruel people and you may see something to you that may be cool or normal whatever and to them they gonna find something negative behind it so kind of keep you know a few things amongst yourself for you and your child so jess since we are touching on the subject of motherhood let's go back to that law the abortion law i want to know like what, how do you feel about it? Because I, without a doubt, I have my own reasons feeling like it's going to be changed very soon, very soon. They're going to hit their heads because of all the negative backlash that's going to come from it, but it's going to be changed. My honest opinion behind the abortion law will be, I don't think it's right. It's not. And I say it's not right. Genuinely, I'm, I'm being honest when I answer this. You don't know what the woman's situation is. Or what may have happened or transpired for her to carry this child or whatever. So who are you to judge or want to control a woman's body? And it's more hard if you have to bring this child to this world. Because just think for a second. If a person got mental health issues and she's not really stable or really there, she's not I don't care what nobody say. She's not really going to be in tune with had that bond with this baby. So now y'all y'all done made her have this baby, and she's not really there. She may hurt the baby physically, or say some bad things mentally. And people don't know verbal abuse is just as bad as physical abuse. It is. It sticks with you. It creates anger, problems. Some people cannot forgive or forget. It it goes a long way, a damaging way. So I feel like this abortion thing is not right. It's nobody's business on what you choose to do with your body at that moment. Only you and the man above should know that. And that's something you have to deal with or face the consequence or whatever the case may be. But you cannot, and I'm saying it's hard, you cannot tell me what I'm going to do with my body or my decision. And some men, not saying that you letting a man control you, but if a man that you dating or whatever y'all got going on one night stand, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. But if he come to you and say, I don't want this baby. And you know, y'all figure that out verbally and you go make it happen. Take care of what you got to take care of and look, pray about it and look past it. Life goes on. But all that, oh, you can't do that. Like, come on. that That's not cool. You're not going to tell me what I can or can't do with my body. I'm going to make that decision. First of all, I want to touch on the simple fact that they, I don't think that they've looked at this. It's way deeper. Complete. It's young girls getting raped on the daily it's and all not types even of that, stuff. That, that's definitely one of them. But I don't think they realize that there's going to be so much more. First of all, there's already limited public assistance. Kids make mistakes all the time, yeah. 14, 13, whatever. And, you know, they shouldn't have to be forced, for one. For two, it's it's going to be a lot of suicide rates going up. I'm not even going to lie. And like if there's said, a woman, government assistance. Everybody don't want to be on that. Some people may get on it as a stepping stone or, you know, whatever you may have went through, but... 
a it's lot gonna of people, be limited resources at this point. Like, it's not going to be any. And then there's going to be children that's going to be CPS. CPS is going to be through the roof. I look at this, and I'm, I'm we're going to leave it alone after this. I really do not want to offend anyone, I swear, because I'm friends with some of every race. I don't have anything against anyone. So please don't take this the wrong, out of context, out of, out of the wrong thing. It's a bunch of men in a different race that I will say that wants to be in control. And my case is closed. I, that, that's just how I feel. Well, I, I understand and I agree 100%. But I feel like it's just men who want control, period. It, it is the other race, but I feel like men who want to be in control, period. And I feel like if they are going to make this law, Okay, so now whoever has these babies with these women should be held just as equally as responsible as that woman. I feel like they should financially be situated until that child goes to college, rather university, community, whatever that child's choice is. I feel like that mother should not have to be judged at any point if she has to work and she has to do this because, hey, she could be 14 years old. She could be 13. You don't know. It's a little off subject, but I seen something on the Internet the other day that said... They feel like men should be held accountable if they decide to walk out on the woman in a young infant or a toddler or whatever age. They feel like men should be held accountable and it shouldn't be that easy for them to walk away. How you feel on that? I definitely agree 100%. Um, I have some family members, some sisters, some brothers. Everybody got kids, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the situation. In the black community, most of the women are left with the kid. Flat out. It is what it is. Most of the women are left with the kid. And now that this situation is occurring, which is, by the way, I definitely want to talk to everyone to let everyone know, women, rather you public health, OBGYN, if you're not ready to have a child right now, please, please gain some type of contraception as far as birth yeah, control. Yeah, because honestly, and I think a lot of people don't, I'm not going to say that they don't know because it's, it's resources all around. I guess it's like an embarrassment thing if you're a teenager or whatever. So many free clinics out here mm-hmm. that will give you the proper birth control, condoms, all types of stuff. We got a family member in our family now that works at a clinic with grown women, young girls. They they all out here. Pick up, open up your mouth. I feel like the same energy you apply to want different things, not the needs, the wants far as material things or whatever you're trying to do apply that same energy to make sure that you okay so you don't have to be in a situation as to where you sitting there feeling bad not knowing should i keep this baby should i not do he want to be with me? It's just all types of stuff it's just ways around it to avoid even getting to that point but see now that's not even an option should i keep this baby or not you in certain states you gonna keep that baby yeah now you're forced and you know it ain't like you could drive over to another state because your state where you uh where you're a resident at is Plain as day, big on right. there. It's, a, it's like, it, it's crazy, but, oh, man. A I, friend of mine, actually, her and I were talking about this, and we were talking about, like, all of the things that have not taken place. Or I feel like while they're focusing on what women should do with their uterus, how about we talk about, you know, the mental health institution and why the biggest mental health um 
institution that was in Michigan was closed down and we don't have any. And there's people walking around the street who they just are arresting and they're thinking that they're bad people when really and they really are they really need unstable. Help. They need help. But yeah, I want to um, kind of rewind a little bit when we were saying about the man walking out on a woman in the uh, young child's life. Mm-hmm. I'll never disclose any names, but I do have a very close friend. I'm going to say family member because I don't put her in my friend category that's going through that right now. And it's it's heartbreaking to see her go through that because her daughter isn't even a year old yet. And now her child's father has decided, I'm just going to go live my life and do me. It's it's hard seeing her go through that. But I will say if she's listening, which I'm sure she is, keep up the good work. You're doing... You're not looking like what you've been through or what you may go through. And it's, I'm not saying this to say, oh, you got to hide or keep up a front. That's not the case at all. But you're not letting that um, kind of run your life. You, She's she doing the best that she possibly can. And I, I know one day, because she already had a child previous or in a previous relationship, her kids going to look back and just say, thank you, Maya, and make sure that they pay back all that that love and care that she provided for them. So it's unfortunate how um, frequent it is in our community for black women to just be I see single it mothers. A lot, but now. we will get up and do what we need to do to make sure that our kids are yeah. situated. And I, I know in some situations, you know, people grow apart. That's everyday life. Everybody not meant to make it to that ending with you. But um, I just feel like just you know keep making it happen because. I wasn't with my son's father uh, way before I even had Jaden. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you was there. You seen firsthand, and it's okay. You know, I actually, my sister, by the way, she, three kids right now, and um, being in Michigan wasn't the best step for her. It was actually mentally draining her to yeah. where she became almost a health risk to herself and her others. And but she got up and instead left. Instead of her being selfish and staying for her own reason, she decided it's not good for not just me, but I my got kids. three little ones. Right. So three I need to take that, that next step to do what's necessary and provide and be in a good, stable environment because mm-hmm. stability is everything. If you are not stable, it's not fair to your kid. It's not. Get I, I know two young parents right now, and I'm sorry. I'm just going to lay it out there. Their parenting skills are trash to me. And I say that because at their age, I was that same age with Jaden. And I argue people up and down. When you know better, you do better. And you it comes at a certain age where common sense got to click in. Mm-hmm. Like, stop looking for excuses or pity party. Let that common sense click in and do what's right for your child. And they got two kids. And that's something they I just can't want stand. Two. I can't stand the parents who want a pity party. And I feel like we all were granted the same opportunity. You knew. You knew when you decided that you were going to have intercourse and you didn't use any contraception, it was a very strong possibility that you were going to be a parent. So now that this baby is here, the woes me, I don't get any help. We never did. Step up. Do what you need to do. And as you said, step up, that the, um, those two words stuck out to me because um, I got somebody, she's watching me live right now. And I'm going to say this for her. It's uh, my, one of my sisters. I'm going to say this for her. She became a mother at 
14 or 15. Mm-hmm. And I was 12 or so at the time. And I, I seen how tough it was for her. I'm I'm only a kid. I'm 12 years old. Right. And I'm, I'm seeing my sister have a, a baby at this young age. She didn't get the chance or the opportunity to really know what it was to be a mother because she didn't get that type of love from her mother. Right. And when she had another child, she still really didn't get that chance or whatever. But she just recently had a newborn baby, my beautiful little niece. And I, I asked her, we was on the phone, because since we talked about motherhood, I said, how does it feel? And she said, it feels great because now she can really experience and be in that right, stable mindset to see and bond with her child and know what it is to be a mother and know that this little one is dependent on you hand and foot. Now, does she feel like that with all of her kids or she's feeling like it's a new experience with the little one? She says a whole different experience with this one because she was so young right. with the other children in the past. So I I took that and I, I kept thinking on it real, real hard after I hung up from her to really, truly understand what she was saying, where she was coming from, because I'm never here to judge nobody. Everybody right. go through stuff in life. And the world we live in are not perfect. And once I sat there and I thought and it manifested, I was like, okay, I, I, I truly see where she coming from. Not saying that she said, oh, forget my other kids. I'm just going to ignore them. But she went through different challenging moments in life. And, this you know, everybody where... get a chance. So now she got that chance to completely do what's necessary and what's right. When you touched on the phrase, you know, babies raising babies. Yeah, when they say a baby having a baby. I yeah. think they use that in the wrong I aspect. think they use it in a negative I get way. What they, no, but I get what they're saying. Yeah. Like, prime example, one of my closest friends, love her to death. We talk on the phone every day. We argue like a whole old married couple. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, she had her first son when um, we were 14. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she was... I don't want to say Rob, but she didn't get a chance to enjoy her childhood. Yeah. She didn't get a chance to, she was immediately forced to become an adult and right. for her and others. You know, I don't want nobody to get to think that we're making excuses because we're not. We're just stating facts and right. speaking on the reality. To me, it comes from, it all falls back and rewind to how you were raised and what you were shown and what you seen and what, what you experienced in life. It falls back to that. It's like a whole generation cycle. Like, but what I was saying is that I feel like that's when they say the babies raising babies because now that your sister is older and she's had this baby, mm-hmm. she gets a different mindset because, you know, she can kind of breathe a little. Mm-hmm. She, everything is not on and, her. And another thing, because we were talking about fathers being involved, her child's father is there. My other, my, um, other niece and nephew, their dad at the time, he was, he was young too. I still remember that. I had a very good memory. It's kind of scary. <laughs> he was, um, he was there for a minute for a short time, but he ended up running into some legal trouble and got sentenced to life in prison. Mm-hmm. So here it is now. She, she kept, she, she held on as long as possible trying to do the right thing and do different things, but, Unfortunately, I'm, I'm just going to call out there. You always got the family members and 
black families that can be very negative and speak the negative more than the positive or instead of helping. Because if you just stop for once and think, if I help him or her with this one little simple thing, that help can go a long way. It ain't about, oh, I told you so, point the finger. No, 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 no. Stop. Help. And ask, what do you need help in? And what type of advice you need? Right. Why do you what, feel what like can it's I the assist need to you throw with? that up in somebody's face right now at hard times? Yeah. What was the point of that? To make yourself feel better? It serves no better? purpose because it's going to create more problems. But, yeah, I'm just saying that to say, like, I'm... Got to buy more. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying that to say I'm, you know, I'm happy for her and seeing that the the calm state of mind that she in and, and wanting to do right. Everybody get that second or that third chance. Don't give up. So, you know. And ladies, I do want to just say this really quick. While we are in Michigan, if you are not ready to be a mother, it's okay. There is nothing wrong with having an abortion to get yourself right. Don't feel like you have to have a child and feel like, you know, well, they're saying I need to do this. And then you end up, you know, not being mentally able, not being, you know, physically able. You don't have a place for yourself. Don't do that because at the end of the day, I feel like that's being selfish for you. You're doing that for you and not really looking at that child's interest. Or don't try to have no baby to keep that man. Oh, please don't, don't put do yourself that. in that situation. I'm laughing, but I'm I'm serious, y'all. Don't do that. Okay? They're they're not worth it, baby girl. <laughs> they're not worth it. Don't you dare act like her. <laughs> but we getting close to an end and uh thank everybody for listening, for watching. I really ever go live. But if you got any questions and or any topics even though I got all my topics but if you got anything that you want to touch on you can always reach me on Facebook at Jasmine Walker Jasmine that's with an S last name Walker or you can reach me on my Instagram at underscore let's talk podcast I'm always open for questions ideas or if you want to come on and be a guest and get some off your chest whatever I'm here that's why my show is called let's talk we're going to touch bases on any and everything weekly I'm not here to judge we're not here to shame nobody this is real life and reality and thank you again Kiara for coming on the show because I know both of our schedules are kind of conflicted and busy and we both live so far but thank you again for coming thank you for having me I really appreciated the opportunity yeah we gonna keep going up and like I said today's topic was called moms on the move multitasking and doing some of everything and finding that balance Finding that balance with being a mom, a first-time mom, or a mom of one of more, one or more, it, it's okay with different things. Just find that balance and that stability, and you will be okay. And like we both stated, having that support system is so important. It goes a long way. Get that right support team, whether it's friends or blood family or play family. Just get it and be thankful for them and acknowledge being thankful because a lot of people, they don't feel appreciated or some. That's where problems come in at. And another thing I just want to touch base on, remember, school will always, always be Oh, there. yeah, these schools going to be don't around forever. Don't drop your baby off to just anybody. It's way too much going on right now. If you feel as if you need to do this, that, and a third, it'll always be there. I promise you. No matter what age, long as you get it done for yourself, that's that. But we're getting to an end, and thank you again. I will see you guys, not next week, but the week after. And the motto is, if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. All right, that's it for Let's Talk.